are listening to the Cleveland Guardians FanCast, hosted by Quincy Wheeler and Friends, a podcast about the Cleveland professional baseball team and its fans. Welcome to the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. I'm your host, Quincy Wheeler. You can find us at Guardian FanCast or at Quincy Wheeler one on Twitter. You can email me at Quincy at GuardiansFanCast.com. Thank you to our Guardians Party Line members for joining us for our recent episodes. Sorry, I've been so inconsistent about episodes recently, just getting slammed with work and life and trying to figure out the balance of all that. So trying to get episodes up for you three times a week, but last week was a miss. And we had a chance to rest a little bit with the All-Star break, and we're back and ready to go. I'm going to link in the description of this episode to an article I wrote for Covering the Corner on potential people that the Guardians could target in a trade. And there I went through all the options from Juan Soto to Trey Cabbage. (laughs) So you can read all that, but I thought today I might highlight some ideas that I really like as far as trades go, and we can have a chance to kind of think about those. First of all, for a rental player, I think it would be really interesting to take a look at Cody Bellinger for the Cubs. Cody Bellinger hits left-handed pitching pretty well, so the left-handed issue isn't really a problem. He's also a center fielder, so you'd have a chance to move Miles Straw to that bench roll. Got a 129 WRC plus and a 199 ISO this year, so he's got some power that he's showing, managing to figure things out after a couple years of really sliding depending on what the cubs wanted you know i i could possibly see a deal where the guardians say hey let's just improve the team for the rest of 2023 and give our guys some time to develop and see what we have when it comes to 2024s in the outfield so i don't think that's a terrible idea obviously the guardians giving up value for a rental player isn't super likely but they have done it before. Yasiel Puig comes to mind. They have done it before, and I wouldn't completely rule it out, and I'd be a fan of it if it could happen. There are prospects that I really like. Heston Kirstead with Baltimore, number one. I don't think Baltimore is going to trade him, but certainly it would be a prospect I'd love to see the Guardians go after. Everson Priera with the Yankees. I really like him as a prospect, right-handed hitting outfielder who can play some center field. He's only 22 years old, so you're looking more at somebody who will help maybe mid-late 2024. But man, if there was a way to get him and maybe Will Warren, pitching prospect from the Yankees, I'd be really a fan of that kind of deal. Maybe for Shane Bieber, I know people probably wouldn't love it, but I don't mind saying, hey, we're going to focus on getting what we can for 2024 and beyond with the Bieber trade. So if they do that, so that's something that I really like as a concept. If Baltimore really wants Shane Bieber, then I think Shane Bieber will move. But I think the other options are probably the Dodgers and the Yankees, maybe the San Francisco Giants. We'll talk about that in a minute. But those are some ideas. Heston Kirstead is the dream, uh, but I don't really know that the Orioles are going to move him, as I said. 
So speaking of the Giants, they do have Austin Slater, who's just recently come back from a stint on the injured list. He's 30 years old, only under control through 2024, so that's a year and a half of control. Certainly somebody that the Giants are probably willing to move. The Giants need pitching help. The Giants are trying to hang around a tough division. So I definitely could see this as a possibility. He's got a 124 WRC plus and 144 ISO in 2022. Really hitting the ball well after coming back in the injured list. The Giants use him as a short side of the platoon because he's a guy who has a 136 WRC plus against left-handed pitching and an 84 WRC plus against right-handed pitching for his career. So he hits lefties real well, kind of like a Brandon Geyer type if you think about him that way. He can play a pretty good center field. So, you know, it's, again, one of those times where you could imagine Quan and left, Brennan and Slater in center, and Gonzalez if he gets another shot in right. This could be part of a series of moves if you want to try to get another right field option. Uh, so I do really like that idea. It was suggested by a user in covering the corner because I forgot about Slater, him being on the injured list, uh, named Guardians15. So I want to give credit to him. He's got some good ideas, and he put that out there and reminded me of Slater. Uh, Lane Thomas, a popular guy right now if you look at trades. He's got a 127 WRC plus and a 200 ISO. Um, kind of similar to Brandon Geyer. He's a guy who really hits right-handed pitching. He's got more pop than Brandon Geyer had. He's under team control through 2025 and uh, 27 years old. Certainly somebody the Nationals are going to want to move, but if the Nationals are presenting him as somebody who's a full-time outfielder, a little questionable about that with an 89 WRC plus against right-handed pitching, but it might be nice to have somebody with an 143 WRC plus against left-handed pitching for his career be a regular everyday option for your outfield. Honestly, this is a guy you could probably put in right field and then have your Brennan, maybe Brennan Straw platoon in center field and feel pretty good about it. He's uh, passable in right field, probably an average fielder there, so I think that works. One of my favorite options is Dylan Carlson from the Cardinals, switch hitting outfielder. He's only 24 years old under team control through 2026. He's only got a 100 WRC plus and a 133 ISO for this year. Uh, but I, I think at 24, you can expect him to probably improve something a little more similar to his minor league numbers, which are pretty darn good. Uh, he's been hitting lefties real well, but not righties. But in the minors, he pretty much had even splits. So I think you should expect some improvement against right-handed pitching. Um, and sometimes as a switch hitter in the majors, it takes a little while. I would enjoy seeing them pursue him as a change of scenery guy if the Cardinals are willing to sell. The Cardinals have a lot of outfield depth. Uh, I feel like you'd probably have to structure this deal around Logan Allen or, or Joey Cantillo, uh, somebody who's almost ready to help in the majors as far as pitching goes. Uh, but I'd be interested in Carlson. If it's Logan Allen, then you probably want more than just Carlson. You want to build the rest of the deal from the Cardinals system, but I think that's possible and I really like him. So those are some guys that would be pretty exciting to me if the Guardians went after them. Uh, and those are the guys that I would mainly target. There's a bunch of outfield uh, prospects who are interesting. I'd like to highlight Dominic Canzoni. Uh, hopefully I'm saying that name somewhere correctly. <laughs> He's a Diamondbacks outfield DH Mostly blocked in the organization, but in AAA, he's got a 147 WRC plus and a 280 ISO. Uh, now they're calling him up, and I, I wonder, I, you know, I don't know that he would be much more than a left field option. Maybe you have to move 
Quan to center, which I'd be happy with. But at 25 years old, I do think the Diamondbacks would probably be interested in dealing him. But again, they're going to want pitching. Again, that's probably a deal you have to structure around Allen. Or if the Diamondbacks really like Bieber, maybe it's Bieber. Maybe it's Savali. Again, I don't really want to deal Savali, but just something to consider. There's more to the deal probably than just Canzoni in those cases. But that's a that's an interesting guy. Name is spelled Canzone in case anybody wants to look him up. Uh, the Reds, of course, are making a little playoff push here. Maybe they want to get some pitching help. They certainly need pitching help. And I do wonder about Christian Encarnacion Strand, a guy that Minnesota traded to Cincinnati for Tyler Malley. So would Cincinnati consider making a Tyler Malley move for Shane Bieber and trading him to Cleveland? His best position is first base, but is he somebody that you could put in the outfield and feel okay about it? A 141 WRC plus, a 286 ISO in AAA, uh, 23 years old. He's probably somebody that's not far from the majors, somebody that you could look at as a potential middle-of-the-order option. Uh, I would be interested in seeing if that was a possibility. I mentioned Everson Pereira. Uh, he is 143 WRC+, plus, 255 ISO in AA, and absolutely killing it since getting called up to AAA. Uh, I just love his swing. I love the easy power that he shows. I believe in him as a defender. I just think a lot of him, I think he'll be showing up pretty high on top 100 lists pretty soon. So uh, that's somebody that I'm interested in. Some other names to think about. Uh, Brent Rooker, I don't really want that option, but I do think he probably will hit left-handed pitching pretty well, and the Athletics will try to deal him. Uh, Tyler O'Neill is one of those guys the Guardians could target as a change of scenery, buy low kind of guy. Uh, he obviously had a great year a couple years ago, but has been undergoing some injuries, currently rehabbing. Uh, he probably will hit left-handed pitching pretty well with a 122 WRC plus for his career against them. Is he somebody that you could put in right field and say, hey, show us what you got? Uh, I think that's an option to consider. Not my favorite for sure, but an option to consider. So here's some names to think about. And as we come up to the deadline, just kind of processing what the team might do. I think people oftentimes say we can't trade pitching because pitching, we don't have enough pitching. McKenzie's hurt. Bieber's struggling. We have a lot of young pitchers. But the best resource that the Cleveland Guardians have is their pitching in their pitching development. So I think if you really want to solve the slugging issue, if you want to solve that other outfield spot or at least get a platoon option, you have to be willing to deal from that pitching depth. Maybe there is a team out there that you find, like the Nationals for Lane Thomas. Maybe the Nationals really like some of the Guardians hitting prospects, especially these shortstops they've been accumulating. Maybe they like a pitcher who's further down the line, a Doug McKaysey, for example, and you can put together a deal like that for Lane Thomas. I think that is a true possibility. I also think something like that might be possible for Austin Slater, depending on how the Giants see the Guardian system. Those kind of deals are possible. They are out there, and I'd love to see that kind of thing. But I wish that the Guardians would be aggressive in saying we've got to take another bite at this slugging problem that we have. we got to really go after one of these outfielders and put one of the best pitchers that they have as a potential trade trip out there to uh, pursue that option. And, and I mean, one of the best pitchers they can offer as a trade trip. 
not Bybee, not Williams. These aren't guys you're going to give up unless you're getting like Juan Soto or Fernando Tatis Jr. You know, those aren't guys that you're going to give up unless you're getting into those conversations, which aren't going to happen. Uh, or Otani, for example. Those those conversations aren't going to happen. I do think the Guardians will make a move, but it could just be, hey, we found a partner for Gabriel Arias. We found a partner for James Karinchak. We found a partner for these kind of guys that we've got hanging around that we're interested in possibly you know, unloading for to get the value we can. Jose Tania, I'd be surprised if Jose Tania doesn't move in a small deal because he's on the 40 and hasn't done much. But those aren't going to get people too excited unless they're part of a larger deal to get that slugging that they need. So I predict the Guardians will make a trade or two. They just may not be big trades. I don't really see them making a big move because they haven't proven to me that they can make a big move. But I wouldn't be surprised to see them pursue a platoon option for Will Brennan. They surely know that Brennan isn't probably going to hit left-handed pitching very well, so they need to find somebody who's that right-handed option for him. And they don't seem completely convinced that Oscar Gonzalez can be that. Maybe they are convinced. Maybe they do believe in Oscar and Gonzalez, in which case I wouldn't expect them to make a move to improve the outfield. Besides bringing Gonzalez up and trying to get him at bats as a platoon option for Brennan, maybe giving Brennan some at bats in center field, getting Gonzalez out there on those days, or maybe even Quan in center field and Gonzalez on left where his arm plays pretty darn well. I could see that kind of thing being their approach especially if they don't get the value they need. It's important to remember that the, the Guardians set a value. They don't move off that value. They're not usually aggressive shoppers. They're somebody that the other teams call, and they always listen. They're always willing to talk through deals. They don't often move off of their price points. So it makes trading unlikely, but they're also a team that has made a lot of trades over the years and understands the importance to their market for make, getting value from the trade market. That's one of the reasons I like the idea of the Yankees, because they are a team that, feels the pressure of putting winning team on the field for their fans. I like the idea of some of these up-and-coming teams, the Orioles and the Reds, uh, to just maybe trying to make that push with another major league option because that would be the ones that would lead me to say, hey, we can maybe trade Bieber and get something really good for Bieber. But one of those teams is going to have to be super motivated to get Bieber. So those are my names that I'm really paying attention to and hoping that the Guardians target. And we'll see over the next 19 days if they do anything like that or if they mostly sit on their hands. Who are some of the guys that you're interested in? Let me know. Uh, you can always email me or, or tweet at me on Twitter or get on Covering the Corner and let your comments be known there. Give me ideas that I don't have. Maybe I can add them into the article. So good to be back, and thank you for all of you who have been patient with my inconsistent schedule. This has been the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. You can find us on any major podcast platform. Please remember to like, subscribe, download, rate, and review. Thank you for listening.